Tim. You guys looking for a speaker to come and talk about finances to your organization, school, business, nonprofit, after school program? We got it. If you guys are looking for some financial literacy books, we got it. And if you guys are just wanting to have a one-on-one -on -one or just want to reach out for a couple questions, we got you covered. Click the link that's in the description or visit developwithtim.com and let us go ahead and take care of you. Now let's go ahead and get into Aim for the stars, never stop at the sky. Anything that make you better, you should give it a try. If you really want to win, you got to give it a chance. I was lost way before I started taking a stance. Money all over the world, but it's all up to you. And everything that I learned, I'ma tell it to you. You have a gift, all you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen, all you need is a road. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to another edition of the Win Win Podcast, where our interview guest that's going to inform you all on how to win in either business, finance, or self-development. Now, today, today, I got a good guest, one of my longtime friends. I call him Reggie, which I'm going to have to call him Joe. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, Reggie, go ahead and introduce yourself, man, to the people. Let them know who you are, a little bit about what you do and how you do it. For sure, definitely. What's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Joseph. Um, you can also call me Reggie. Uh, I will. I, first off, I want to say, Tim, thank you for letting me be a part. Oh, you yeah. know this podcast, man. This guy right here is legendary. Uh, he got a bright future ahead of him. I promise you, the boy got the vision. He got the passion, and he just he's excelling. He's excelling. But um, just a little bit about myself. Um, I'm from Darlington, South Carolina, a humbling city right outside of Florence. Ooh, ooh. About. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. D town, Dollar Town. You feel me? Um, but yeah, that's where um I really was raised up. Um, like I said, me and T um Tim, we known each other for a little minute. Kind of went went to middle school together. Um, grew up. Uh, started like this little company, uh, Be Fed last year, uh, twenty twenty one. Um, ever since then, we just kind of been growing. Oh yeah. So, what is it that you do now, man? Like, oh, you're in the yeah. business space, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I invest in a uh, stock market. Uh, I trade the stock market as well. I do a lot, a little bit of option contracts, um, as well as trading in the forex market. Um, in the forex market, I am funded uh, with this company called My Forex Funds. Mm -hmm. Um, basically, what a funding uh, account works, uh, how that works set up is they kind of upfront me some funds, so they give me an account worth such and such amount of dollars and I trade for them. And the profits that I make off that uh, amount of money that they give me, uh, I get a percentage of that as profit. So, you, so you're so basically doing that with minimum risk for yourself. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So every time I heard of Forex, man, I, I used to get them DMs. Sometimes I get them time to time still about people talking yeah. about Forex and with, a lot of people looking at it as a scam. Is it a scam? Uh, no. So what people actually look at and see, um, it's not actually a scam. What they're looking at is what's called IML. Um, it's a marketing agency. What they do is they bring people in and recruit. Um, and what that recruiting space does, it kind of hypes you up to make a such amount of dollars. It has really nothing to do with trading. So when people are in your DMs on social media or they stop you in the city, like, Hey, come join my group. Um, they're not trying to, you know, educate you on the trading space they just want you to join so they can profit off of your um intake mm. yeah okay okay because yeah i'm like a lot man i was 
Like, I invest a little in stocks. I mean, I have an IRA, but yeah. I was talking about the forest. I'm like, oh, I, ain't, I ain't messing with all that. <laughs> hey, man, you, hey, you should get into it. You should get into it. So, okay. Now, let's rewind back a little bit. Uh, okay. I'm from Darlington, too. So, for the people that don't know, this is a super small town with not much opportunity. So, yeah. Reggie, like, how, how did you find your way into that investing space? Well, it, it started back in 2020, right before COVID hit. Um, I was kind of, you know, trying to figure out what I really wanted to do. I was still in school, finishing up school. Um, what I was majoring in was in business. Uh, I didn't know if that's the only thing I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to have kind of like, a, basically, I guess you would say at that time, a hobby, something to do on, on my spare time. Um, so I kind of fell in into the space of uh stock market, um, making money in the stock market, understand, understanding the stock market. Um, I think we all fall in the, the realm of when we're bored, we're just, you know, scrolling through YouTube, just trying to figure out, yeah, let, let me watch something, let me see something. And um, we always run into something that, you know, kind of sticks sticks with us. And through 2020, I kind of been in and out, understanding what the market does, how it moves, not really taking it serious at that time, but just, you know, trying to understand the basics of it. Right. And once you, how long it took for you to understand the basics? Um, I would say 2021, the summer of 2021, I fully got, uh, you know, engaged with it. Uh, I took a couple of trades in the beginning of 2021, and that's really what made me uh, want to push in and, and go a little bit harder. Uh, after that, I would say, going back to what you said or how long it took me, I would say maybe a year and a half just to understand what's going on in the market. Um, I feel like my kind of learning experience. Um, it takes me a little bit longer than others. So I take my time and really try to, you know, dissect it and understand. Right. Now, yeah. you said you were in school in 2020. You graduated in 2022. Like, not, my, not the year 2022, but <laughs> 2020 also. Oh, right. actually, uh, no. Actually, I transferred um, from the original school that I was at um, and moved back down to South Carolina. I was originally in North Carolina. Um, so right now, I'm still pursuing uh, my degree. Uh, expected to graduate in 2023. Oh, so you're still in school yeah. right now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still in school. Right, yeah. So, oh, all right. There we go. So <laughs> as somebody that's in school yeah, and still, um, you know, trading and stuff like that, like, how do you yeah. balance all of that? Hey, man, I, I tell you, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> um, In the beginning, when I first started trading, it was kind of uh, simple back in 2021. At the time, in the beginning, I was working at this furniture store and have how my shift was set up. Uh, I was working 12 to 8, so 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. And my classes was online at the time. So in the morning, um, I had time to actually trade. So from 9 to 9.30 to 11, I had the opportunity window to actually place trades and kind of, you know, see if the skills that I learned, you know, the night before, because I can't really learn why the market's going on. Uh, see if those skills actually work. So I tested it out during the day uh, while I was home before work. And I seen some of those strategies that I learned was working. Um, but now uh, I have a new job. Uh, like I said, I'm from Darlington, moved to Columbia, South Carolina. And how my job set up now, I work in the morning. So that kind of, it kind of uh, wears me uh, to take trades. But luckily right, with right, the right, Forex right. market, um, I could tr take trades in the afternoon and in the evening. So when I get off of work around 5, 530, 
um, I can get home and look on the charts with the Forex market because that market's open basically 24 seven and I can place trades in the evening. Huh, so, so a lot, all right. Yeah, he's getting a lot, he's getting a lot of juice right now. So <laughs> I know someone in my audience right now, they're yeah. in school, like they're in school and they're working and they're looking for like, like something like another way to make an extra income or either, you know, prepare for their future. Yeah. Now, when you were starting out, again, what was the first things you were looking at? Because again, it is school already is one t is one job, and then yes. two, you're working another job, yes. and then three, you're. I look at investing as like your own business because you're taking the risk and you know you're looking for your profits. So yeah. you got three things going on. As long, and also another business that, I mean, we both are a part of, and we don't have to talk too much about that. Yeah. So you got yeah. like four things going on. What would you tell my audience? Like, what would be the first step of getting into that investing uh, market? Or getting um, into the market? Getting into the market? Uh, yeah. Well, I would say if you have a lot of things going on in your, in your life, like let's say you do, like you're in school, you have a full-time job, you know? So your main focus right now is just trying to take care of your bills. Um, I would say just have, kind of have a structured plan on what you want to do and how you want to do it. So have a time out throughout your day to uh, realize when can I actually study? When can I look at the market? When can I um, take notes? Um, I feel like that's the first step. If you can set a schedule for yourself to have time to put the market in, that's definitely what you want to do um, at, at first in the beginning. And what do people, what do people look for when they're about to purchase a stock or I'm gonna say a yeah. stock because options are a little more complex. Like if you want to yeah. go into that in this episode, you can go into what okay. you look for in the options. But yeah. uh, if you don't want to now, we we can just stick with the with the. Hey, with the hey, it's, it's, it's no problem. It's no problem. Um, so basically, I'm looking for a stock. I would say do your research. Um, mm -hmm. when you're looking at a stock, you want to see if it's overvalued or undervalued. Um, how I look at stocks, I'm what's called a technical trader. Um, I really don't look too much into fundamentals. Um, so when I'm investing, if I'm looking at a good stock, first off, I'm looking at I'm looking at the charts. So when I say a chart, a uh, chart is basically a chart of price. And with price, they have uh, movements in the market. So how I look at the movements is through candlesticks. Um, a lot of people might hear candlestick patterns, candlestick charts. Um, so I'm looking if it's overbought, oversold. I'm looking if it's in the supply or demand area. Um, basically if it's at support, which is the demand, um, and the supply is the resistance. So how I would do it is I would look and see, I would find a foundation in the market. If I see a good solid foundation that price has been consistently, you know, hitting over and over and over and over again, I want to wait till it hits that area again before I invest my money into it. Mm. Yeah. So how long does it typically take for you to see that? Uh, it all depends. It all depends. It's a lot of factors that um, that can you know be involved with that. Um, it could be uh, market conditions. Uh, let's say, for instance, uh, you know, Russia's going um, invading Ukraine, um, and that's driving price down in the market. Um, investors are kind of getting worried because it's a possibility. Uh, you know, we could be going into war, um, and that's also factored off in the Middle East, where we have oil and our energy and gas resources are in that area. So. With that, it's just a lot of factors that can uh, affect how price moves. So it all depends. It could be daily. It could be, you know, every hour. It could be weekly and monthly. 
it just depends on the economic conditions. So let's say hypothetically speaking, yeah, I mean the market the market has been down, you know, the past couple of weeks, right? Yeah. Um would it would this be a good time to purchase stocks or should we just keep our money in the bank? Um, it, it all depends. It all depends on your risk. Um, me personally, I do like taking the dips. I like to I like to put my risk parameters a little bit higher um just because of the reward. I feel like as prices keep pushing down, um, we're starting to enter a correction territory. Overall, the market always has to correct itself. The market goes up and it comes down and it mm -hmm. goes back up and it comes back down. So you invest in your money, um, be wise about it. Um, at this point, this is a high risk uh, opportunity, but just know at the end of the day, long-term, um, I would say if you're investing in stocks, like if you're purchasing a stock, I would always say go long-term with it. So, um, if you see it falling down, don't take your money out. Just let it, you know, let it ride, let it flow. Um, if you don't have enough money to risk, then don't put it in the market. If you don't, if you're not willing to lose the money, do not put it in the market. I like that. I like that. So, I mean, you said, oh, you said a lot right there. So when I, when I first like was looking into investing and stuff like that, yeah. I was told, oh, start with the products you use the most. Like for example, I have yeah. an iPhone. Um, I had an Apple Watch. It broke. Uh, I got AirPods, iPad, stuff like that, right? Yeah. So they say, oh, start with the things that you already have. Is that a good place to start too? Of course, because if it's a product that you love and you wear every day or use every day, that's something that holds value to you. And I'm all, I am always had the mindset, if you like it, someone else likes it. You're not the only person in this world, you know, fond of, of one single item. There's many other people you know, interested in that if you're interested in it. So if other people are interested in it, then you know that holds value. So if it holds value, there's growth. So that's definitely a great, you know, starting tool is investing in something that you love and that you use. Hey, what's going on, y'all? I appreciate everyone for tuning into the episode. If you guys are looking for different ways you can support the podcast, visit us on Patreon. It's Next Gen CEO, N-X-T-G-E-N-C-E-O. The link will be in the description for this episode. But again, anything you guys can do to, um, you know, support the podcast is very much appreciated. Uh, with the Patreon, there are a couple of different tiers. So each one of them come with their own benefits. But again, go visit us on Patreon, Next Gen CEO, NXT, G-E-N, CEO. And again, appreciate you guys. Have a good one. All right. Now, I got another question for you. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, I'm nosy, man. So hey, no, you're good. You're good, brother. You're good. <laughs> you know I'm nosy, right? You so good, when brother. People, when people are coming to you talking about investing, or when you talk to your other friends that are investing as well, yeah. what's the common thing that you're hearing from people on why they don't invest? Um, a lot of people are just scared to lose money. Um, that's like the main the main thing right there. Um, sorry, I I, I was in a trade just now. I was. <laughs> Y'all see that? Is, man. We, we, I saw, we here I saw the you. interview. <laughs> I saw you look. I, I saw you look at me looking over there to the side. I was like, I know you was like, what is he looking at? I was just in the trade and I was just closing it out. It was a little quick something, but um, <laughs> I do hey, apologize. You know, always on goal. <laughs> I'm saying, man, hey, got to get it, got to get it, bro, got to get All it. Right. But a lot of people are just you know afraid to lose the money. They're um they're not really educated on what's going on, so they automatically say, you, you know what, I don't want to be in the market. I don't want to trade. And that's understandable because I don't want to put my money in something that I don't know really much about. 
Um, I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm a guru or anything, but I'm, I'm still in the learning journey. I'm still, you know, understanding the market. Um, I haven't fully understand everything, but it's certain things that I do know that I can actually go in and place trades. So I would say first, you know, find the education, um, find the resources uh, before you say no to it, because it's a, it's a legitimate thing. You can really make money out of this. So why don't they just go to a broker? to have them invest the money for them instead of trying to do it themselves they can um they definitely can go to a broker or um, a financial advisor to put the money in and invest it themselves but um with that return it's going to be very low low risk of a return um and a, an advisor he's going to just put your money into a lot of mutual funds which is nothing wrong with that over the long term those mutual funds do add up uh you put ten thousand dollars and let's say the s p 500 after you know 30 40 years you could you could make six figures off of that and that could be your retirement right there plus your 401k at your job so working with an advisor or a broker is not a bad idea but if you know trying to you know accumulate funds in the short period of time uh may let's say a couple of months or you know one or two years understanding the market yourself what is it's like a it's upper uh, upper leg for you yeah, because my thing is man I used to make excuses, um, yeah. not not necessarily about investing because I opened up my account when I was 18 and I, I went to a brokerage, uh, yeah. Edward Jones, I let people know because I love my financial advisor, she, she dope. But, yeah, I <laughs> so I started when I was 18, but I was telling my friends about it at the same time and I just kept hearing excuses after excuses like, oh, we don't make enough money, We I'm going to wait, I need this money right now, but the same, I started out with just $50 a month. Bro, we as a teenager going into young adulthood, you're wasting fifty dollars on a lot of stuff. In a exactly. Month when you could exactly. be investing that towards the future. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so I just want to get like you know other ways that they can get into it, to and just really like minimize those excuses because I feel like it's no excuse why you shouldn't be investing. Exactly. It's, it's no excuse because like you said, if you're gonna spend the money regardless. Like people, you know, go buy. A, Two, three, four hundred dollars worth of shoes. I mean, with that money, if you you know didn't want to fully get into the market yourself and understand it, give it to an advisor and they'll get you right. Let's say you buy shoes, that's like three, four hundred dollars every month. Give it to your advisor every month, like you're you you bringing home a lot of money, um, you know, for yourself in the future if you think about it. Right. Now you know we gotta we gotta get into some personal questions. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, There's nothing wrong with what? it. Oh, hold on. Before we go there, before we go there, yeah. uh, you did say you want to talk about the options too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could talk about the options. How, okay. What What is an option and how does that work? Okay. So option, where you're trading options, that's basically trading the derivative of the stock. Uh, so derivative is like the underlying asset. You're not really mm -hmm. actually holding true value to that stock, but you're you're betting on it if it's going up or down. And the good thing about an options contract, how I like to picture it, Option contracts, they are contracts that have 100 shares of that stock. Um, so let's say Apple, for um, example. Um, if I buy one option contract of Apple, that's actually worth 100 shares of Apple. Um, mm. So if you think about it, let's see. Look, up, I'm about to look up Apple price right now. Let's see what it's worth. I can't wait to see this number. <laughs> <laughs> so as right now, we're looking at 156 for Apple. So uh -huh. if you're if you're looking at Apple, 
and you buy a contract, an app of 100 shares, um, it's, it's worth $80 of one contract, $80 for one contract. But if you actually bought the shares of Apple of a, of 100, you'll be looking at 1500. So the good thing about contracts, you're getting those shares on discount. It's like going into Sam's. You're buying, right. you know, let's say 100 pack of chips in a bag for a discounted price. And actually you're going into the convenience store and buying 100 single bags of those mm. potato chips. So when I when when we're trading option contracts, we're getting it on a discount. So with those discounts, you're able to accumulate a lot more money because if Apple goes up a dollar, you just made a hundred bucks off of that. Right. If that means because you bought a hundred shares. So what should people look for when they are doing trading options? When when you're trading options, you're really looking at the price. You want to see where the price stands. That's going back to what I said with the support and resistance and you know supply and demand. Um, like I said, I'm a technical trader. Um, I don't look too much in fundamentals. A lot of people look at fundamentals as well. Um, and fundamental trading is basically looking at news reports, um, balance sheets. Um, I really don't get into that as different styles of trading. Um, but like I said, our trade is technical analysis. So I'm looking at support resistance. I'm looking at when price gets down to support. Um, and that's when I go straight to my contract and I say, okay, cool. It's touched this area multiple times. I'm looking for a bounce up or it's touched this area a couple of times at the resistance. I'm looking for a bounce down. Um, and when I'm looking at the contracts, um, basically what I'm doing is I'm looking at the premium price. If the premium price is, you know, affordable, you know, I'm not going to buy yeah, something yeah. crazy, like, you know, something out of this world, like a $15,000 contract. <laughs> but if it's in my, you know, my risk parameters, uh, I'm going to purchase it. Uh, one other key factor with the option contracts to look for is uh, theta. Uh, what theta is, it's a, it's a Greek formula built into the contract. And that's basically time decay. So over a period of time, if you're holding these contracts, you're actually losing value as well. So you could be in profit for like three days, but let's say your theta is uh, $40 a day and you up three days, let's say $100. So four times three is 12, so $120 that you lost in three days. And let's say, you, like I said, you was up 300. So 120 minus 300, you're looking at, what's that, 180? So, okay. Hold on, say that, say that again. You said 100. 300 minus 120? 300, yeah, 180. So you're looking at, looking at 180 um, after all that. So you were up 300, but theta was what, what was killing you. So I'll really go for theta first. I'm looking to see how much money I can possibly lose during the time that I'm holding these contracts. And then my next step is I'm looking at de delta. So I'm a little backwards. Everybody wants to look at delta first because with delta, that's where your money's being made. Um, yeah. If your delta is let's say 40 bucks that means every time that option contract value or that stock's value goes up a dollar you're going to be making 40 dollars so if let's every say time go apple, one dollar you're gonna make 40? every time it goes up one dollar bro every time it's, it's crazy Ooh. yeah it's, it's crazy <laughs> so if apple let's say goes up five dollars and you made forty dollars per five that's 200 bucks that you made so it's just like and, and Apple moves. Apple moves, you know, four, five, six dollars a day. So if you think about it, if you're a day trader and not what's called a swing tr trader, when you hold over a period of time, if you're a day trader and Apple goes up five bucks, you could have made two hundred dollars easily in one day. 
and that's uh, a, a paycheck, an hourly paycheck. Wow. I'm saying, yeah. Listen, I, I didn't invest it wrong, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nah, you, nah, uh, nah. It it's so many ways to invest, so many ways to make money. It, it just got to find your niche into it. It's, it's all of it's profitable. All of it's profitable. Listen, man, I was, <laughs> I was on the app, and I was just buying. Like every time I seen the stock go down, I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna buy it because if it went down seven percent, this thing got to go back up eventually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. We just got to know when to buy in. It could still be falling. We just got to know when to buy in. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. That's why I don't like to give investment advice. I just tell people, like, hey, listen, I could point y'all in the direction. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to take an unnecessary risk or what. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, I was going to make some money, though, for sure. Hey, I guess, you know. hey, that, hey, that's good, man. That's good. <clears throat> hey, that market is, is lovely. Once you see that dollar, you make a couple of dollars, you're like, oh, yeah, I like this. I like this. <laughs> right. So, Reggie, man, what – after all of that, all of that you mentioned, I know it took you some time to, you know, understand it. So what was the biggest yeah. challenge for you starting out when you were investing? I'm going to be honest with you, man. The biggest challenge for me was discipline, like really discipline mm. myself to actually, you know, hone in on the skill. Uh, I realized with myself, like I learned a whole lot about myself, which is crazy. Like I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think the stock market, I didn't think investing, I didn't think trading would actually open up like like question like who I am. Like it made me think so hard because when we get involved with money. Sometimes money can control us. Sometimes money can, you know, scare us. Sometimes money can make us happy. Money has a lot of emotions tied around as who we are. So me trading, me, you know, I won't call them losses, but me, you know, losing money in the market, I call them more lessons, but me losing money in the market really kind of showed me like, wow, okay, it's not easy, especially not in the beginning. Um, I realized that I had to be determined. I had to, you know, stay focused, stay consistent with it because you're not going to win every single trade. Um, right. In the beginning, that discipline really had to have to keep kicking. Like right now, I'm still learning. I'm still trying to get my discipline up because you take an L in the market, you lose some money automatically off instinct. You're like, OK, I got to hop back in this trade. I need my money back because I don't want to lose such and such amount of money and then not get it back. I got to take another trade. And at that time. A lot of people call it revenge trading, by the way. But at that time, <laughs> you're, for real, you revenge hey. into the market. You want that money back. So it's like, okay, how can I get my money back? You're not even thinking. You're losing your strategy. You're losing, you're losing yourself. And you go back mm. into the market and take another L. And it's just like, wow, this is not for me. And then that's how a lot of people quit. They just got mm. to stay disciplined to it. If you got a routine, if you got a strategy, and you know it, it, it has been working, just because you take a few L's doesn't mean the strategy is wrong. It just means that day that trade wasn't a good trade and you're going to have those days. You just got to be determined and consistent with it and it'd be okay. So what, what keeps you disciplined? Not losing money, man. In the beginning, <laughs> I'm telling you in the beginning, I was, I was boom, 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 losing back to back. And it's like all because I was revenge trading. It was like, man, I thought my strategy was wrong. Like I, I was learning the skill set. I was understanding the market, but it was just like, what what am I doing? Like I win some and lose some, win some and lose some, and I started I started taking notes. And I highly encourage anybody that's uh that's trading or investing is to keep notes and actually jot down what you saw in the market and how you felt about it. 
because mm. at, at the long term of it, and you look back at your notes and see, you know, the kind of consistency in the trades, you look back and say, okay, well, this trade was winning, but it wasn't in the direction that I needed to go in the beginning. So, you know, I pulled out and that's a lot, a lot of people also, you know, lose money. They don't, they set a stop loss in the market, but if the market doesn't move in the direction they wanted to right at the beginning, they automatically pull out and say, okay, I'm losing. But if you just wait it out, and you know, stick to your plan, you'll see, okay, I was actually in the right, you know, right set of, of the trade. You just got to wait and stay um disciplined with it. Okay, okay, I like that. <laughs> and you you mentioned taking some loss, like some financial losses in the yeah. market and also gaining some lessons. What would you say would be either the biggest loss you took? Actually, that's what I'm gonna ask. What's the biggest loss you took, and then what's the biggest lesson you learned? Uh, well, like I said, um, I wouldn't say I took any, you know, big losses. Of course, yes, I have lost money in the market. I have lost money. Yeah. I've lost no more than four figures in the market, but I have lost it. Um, I take all those losses as lessons. Um, like I said, it's really just been the discipline. Um, so the biggest lesson that I have learned is, you know, being disciplined with myself, um, <clears throat> being okay with the strategy that I have. And if I don't see that set up in the market, I'm not going to take the trade. Um, definitely a humbling experience um not to just to hop in if i if i see it i'm going in but if i don't see it i'm stepping away if it's something that mm. i may be unsure about i may just demo trade it um and that's another uh cool thing about investing too uh you can actually demo trade Tim. so you don't actually have to put your own money up if you're you know unsure about the market and you don't want to actually hop into it right now you can set up an account with a broker um and they have what's called a paper trading and you can kind of you know play around with it to see if you know, trading is actually good for you. Ooh, so what um what, what broker do you feel would be a good one to recommend to do that on? Or what platform? Of course. Of course. Um I say a couple. Um just getting started. I know a lot of people hate it. Um Robin Hood. No, I mean like, Hood. like the for like the demo trade. Oh, for the demo trading? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh T D Ameritrade, they're they're good uh brokers that has demo trading. Um, I, I believe E-Trade has it and Webull. I believe Webull has a uh, paper trading as well. But I know for sure what I use is TD Ameritrade. Um, so if I'm in the market, I'm learning a new strategy. I'm going to be on TD Ameritrade um, back testing those strategies and see if they actually work before I actually go into the market. OK. Um, and then you're, you're just now about to name some apps that people could trade on. Oh, yeah. Um, OK, yeah, you can still name those. OK, uh, so friendly, a friendly trader tool would be um, Robin Hood, a lot of people have been getting backlash about it previously. Um, but I would say Robin Hood is probably the most user-friendly for new investors and new traders. How you uh, navigate through the app is really step by step. Like they show you the way. Excuse me, but definitely would say Robin Hood uh for beginners. All right. And you say you use TD Ameritrade. I use I used to, I started out with Robin Hood and it was solid. Um, but personally I moved, I shifted over to uh E-Trade. What, yeah, made like you, uh, what made you move over? Hey, well, hold on. I'm supposed to be interviewing you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of reversed it a nah. little bit, didn't I? <laughs> nah, you good. You good. Um, so I, I like Robin Hood. I'm like, you and I was talking beforehand, like um, a couple months ago in 2021, and you were saying yeah. how you end up like getting stuck in some trades, some option yeah. trades within Robin Hood. And I was yeah. just like, hmm. <laughs> and I knew I wanted to get into the options and stuff like that. So 
I found I found more I found I guess more structure and stuff like that with E Trade. Yeah. And then someone else was telling me about it as well too. And I just you know got the account and I like it more. I just feel it's like it's like a higher level in my opinion. Not telling people not to go to Robinhood because like you said, starting out, yeah, of course. I feel it's a good place to start. And the way their their platform is, or like once you log into the app, it's pretty yeah. dope. You know, everything is like right there oh. in front of you. Now with E-Trade, stuff is in front of you, but you got to understand a little more to be able exactly. to make it more user-friendly. But that's exactly. the reason why. Exactly. And that's a lot of people feel the same way too about Robinhood. But I guess, like you said, I said, it's, it's user-friendly. Definitely user-friendly. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, y'all? If you guys are looking for a speaker to come speak to your school, your organization, nonprofit, after-school program, look no further. Visit developwithtim.com, D-E-V-E-L-O-P-W-I-T-H-T-I-M.com. Fill out the speaker's intake form, and someone from the team will be in contact with you. Now, you guys, have a good day. Back to the episode. Now, uh, let me see. Oh, you know, touch on so much stuff, bro. It's like crazy. <laughs> So, are you gonna put on like a book or a course or something? Uh, I, I mean, I might do something in the future. Like I said, you know, I don't want to seem like you know one of those gurus that okay, figured out a little something. Let me go ahead and put it out. Um, I'm still. I wanna. I wanna kind of build more knowledge into it. I want to be able to build different strategies because I feel like um, starting out, one strategy is not enough. So I'm, I'm mm. teaching you just one strategy, and everybody just going off of one strategy. The market has different conditions. Um, you you have the highs and the lows. So if you're not you know capable of, of balancing the market through all its conditions, I feel like you're not ready to actually fully teach. And that's kind of what I came to on the conclusion, especially how the market is right now. Um, I was heavy heavy in option contracts last year, 2021. Um, and the market, though, if you look at the returns, the market was crazy last year. Um, right. And now 20, uh, 2022, we, you know, high interest rates um, going into war. Uh, my personal strategy wasn't, you know, uh, present in a lot of uh, trades. Some trades I would miss, especially during the day while I'm at work. Um, so I kind of pushed heavily to the, you know, Forex market. Because like I said, that's 24-7. Um, regular stock market is open from 9.30 until 4. Um, so if you're not, you know, capable of understanding all types of market conditions i feel like not ready so when until i can fully Dang. progress myself to be in every you know every aspect of the market when it's when it's real bad when it's real good um i'll, I'll probably come out with a little something to help uh, help people because i wanted to help when i started out i didn't have the resources i didn't know who to go to so i was just finding knowledge from everywhere putting it together trying to figure out piece by piece what it is I feel like if there's like a an actual you know instructor that can actually teach and break down everything, it'd be very useful and kind of shorten the learning curve for people. And that's what I kind of want to do in the future. I respect that, man, because a lot of people they'll learn the one, the one, um, what do you call it, the one strategy, strategy. and yeah. they'll just say, "Oh, I got the, I got the strategy. This is what y'all need," yeah. and then they'll just yeah. like push it. Um, but for you to want to get more knowledge before. Yeah, putting on like something like a course or something to like educate the people. I respect that though, for real. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Now, would you be willing to teach people your your one strategy? Well, not your one strategy, but would you be willing <laughs> to teach people your main strategy if they were to hit you up? 
Yeah. Yeah. If anybody wanted to, you know, reach out to me, uh, of course, I would love to sit down and, and break it down. Um, the basics, I would definitely say, um, give some free game out there right now. Um, if you want to understand the market, uh, let's say the forest market, uh, this is a website called Baby Pips, B-A-B-Y-P-I-P-S dot com. Um, Baby Pips is a <clears throat> website that kind of shows you the basic understanding of the market and the Forex market and how it uh, works. Um, now, it's not going to actually you know, teach you winning strategies, but it takes, it'll teach you the basic concepts. Like I said before, the support and resistance, um, <clears throat> the candlesticks uh, and different patterns. And that kind of can get your feet wet a little bit in the market. Um, but building a strategy that takes time, understanding <clears throat> how the market moves and, you know, kind of back testing the strategy, looking at the past and kind of seeing how, you know, how the market moves. And that's how you can kind of develop your own strategy. Thanks. Well, yeah. I'm about, to, I'm about to say that website out and I'm about to put it in the description. <laughs> oh, no, 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 bro. Because, it's not, man, it helps. It helps. It kind of it shortens a little bit of the knowledge. So, yeah, what do you what do you like the most about the investing side, though, man? Because like just talking to you from last year to this year, as you yeah. get more and more into it, bro, I've been just seeing a whole energy shift. So, yeah, what do you like the most about it? Man, to be honest, I like the challenge. I don't know. I don't know about me. I like I like the challenge. I like to see, you know, I come into the market when I can come into the market. And I look for it. It's like I'm it's like I'm an investigator because I'm looking for a certain setup. I'm looking to see where price is at. And. And like I said, it kind of developed me more. It kind of switched my mindset of who I was, you know, two years ago when I just first found out about the market and kind of, mm -hmm. you know, how it moves. And over time, from then to now, I see I I, I looked at the world a little bit differently. Um, I started getting a little bit more into finance. I've been mean, talking to Tim. He he helped me out with a lot of stuff, uh, especially in the finance mm -hmm. side. So it kind of <laughs> kind of grew me up, grew grew me up correctly. You know, stock market. Got a friend here know about finance, so putting all that together, it's like, okay, things started to click. Um, and then just thinking about my future, bro, um, I, I know this can, can uh, open up a lot of doors for me. Um, I'm, I'm achieving different things. Um, I would never would have thought I would have actually got funded. Taking a funding challenge and passing their requirements, and it was mm -hmm. mind-blowing. When I first got that certificate, bro, I was just like, wow, like this is, this is real. Like This trading stuff is a legitimate thing. So it just keeps me going, thinking about my future and where I'll be at in the next five to ten years. Um, I, I can't quit now. I got to keep going. Bro, I'm proud of you, dog. <laughs> man, hey, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Hey, it's the support from you, bro, and everybody else. Hey, it just makes me keep going too. Listen, man, I, I'm definitely proud of you because that's not that's not hard. And I be I be telling people like once you. I, like I said before, I look at investing like it's on, it is its own business because yeah. you're the one controlling everything. And bro, once you jump into that, your flawed ways get exposed. Exactly. Like, like, exactly. It's, like, it's like you stepping in the ring with like Floyd or Mike Tyson or something. It's like boom, boom, boom. And getting your butt beat. Yes, I'm sir. You. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Man, for you to keep, you know, going forward, like you said, I know you told me close to the number that you lost and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, for you to overcome all of that, man, and keep going, bro. I just say keep going because it's in you. You know, it's in you. I appreciate that, man. I oh, appreciate yeah. that. And like tell everybody else, man, it's it's in y'all too. Um, a, a lot of this stuff, it's just it's not have it doesn't happen overnight. It, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Um, it's a learning process. You just got to keep going, staying consistent with it all, and it over 
over a period of time, you start seeing success. It's there. It's there. All right. All right. Now, Reggie, what would be the best way for people to hit you up? Like, say, ask you questions and stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, you can hit me on my Instagram. Um. My at is right there down below. The uh at j o e two one two two underscore. Um. You, you know, shoot me a DM, a message, and I'll be willing to answer any questions that you have. Uh. You can also reach me on Twitter. Um. It's going to be nickname Reggie. Um. You'll see that. Um, that's my at name on Twitter. Uh, basically, those are the two things. I can't give out my personal number. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. But yeah, those two socials. Um, you can reach me out there, and I'll be able to answer any questions that you have. And if I if I can't answer it for you, um, I can point you in the right direction. Um, to get those questions answered. Yes, sir. Hey, y'all hit my boy up now. He he's very hey. knowledgeable and easy hey. to communicate with. I now, appreciate you, man. So, man, I have all my guests uh, basically end up the episode with a word of advice to give my audience on how they can win. Whether that's your favorite quote, whether that's some game that you just have that you like to tell people to empower them, or anything. Like, just leave them with a piece of advice that they can use to build up, like, build off of, or just go out yeah. and execute. Of course, bro. Of course. Um, the thing I really want to give out to people to let them know um, Hey man, this is your world. You feel me? It, everything in life that you're going through, this is all. It's, it's about you. Sometimes you got to be, you know, a little bit selfish about your life and and actually go for what you actually want to achieve. Um, and with that being said, whatever your goal is, whatever your aspiration is, you know, be consistent with it. Stay, you know, on the right path with it, and and stay, like I said, stay consistent. Have a rule. Have have plans set out. Be determined about what you love, because at the end of the day. If you're not going to chase your dreams, nobody else is going to chase it for you. Mm, that's heavy. Hey, it's your world, y'all. It's y'all, your y'all world. My boy. Hey, be a little selfish, be consistent, and go take over. Exactly. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Y'all be safe. Or you just see like your spouse, partner, friend, someone out here walking around with the same old stuff and you're just tired of seeing it and you want to get them a new piece of clothing, go visit my friends at talevaclothing.com. T-U-L-E-V-A. C-L-O-T-H-I-N-G dot com and use the code DEVELOP with Tim and all the way up until July 1st, 2022, you can save 25% off your whole purchase. All right, y'all. Back to you. You have a gift. All you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen. All you need is a road.